Today's episode is about prioritizing your health, which in my experience coaching people over the years is by far the most important thing one can do to be healthy. Before I started coaching people, I used to think that the most important thing was having a plan and executing it. And of course, both of these are super important, but far more important is making the time to do it. We can have a plan all day long, but if we don't have balance and we don't allocate time most days for our health, we won't be healthy. And I have the luxury of coaching hundreds of people over the years with tons of data from wearable devices and them reporting things on my app and them telling me how they're feeling. And I see the ups and downs in people. And when people are living healthy, they are allocating the time for their health and prioritizing it. And of course, the opposite is true when they fall off their program, which I encourage people to minimize the time they fall off. But the reality is sometimes people fall off for a few days and say they'll get back to it. And all of a sudden it's a few weeks and they say they'll get back to it. and It becomes a few months, years and decades. Oh, I'll get to it tomorrow and then tomorrow and then tomorrow. And they just never get to it. And sometimes tomorrow turns into death. And if not death, almost certainly poor health, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, bad LDL, diseases, sicknesses, extreme tiredness, poor overall blood work, diabetes, a poor quality of life, and I could go on and on and on. And sometimes I do see people die, particularly those in middle age. Don't be one of those people that die. I've spent an enormous amount of time trying to analyze my clients, previous clients, friends, co-workers, as to what differentiates people from being healthy to being unhealthy. And I've tried to boil it down into seven simple steps. So I'm going to walk through each of those seven simple steps here. Step one, perform a self-assessment of your health and health prioritization. Pretend like you're somebody else and review how you are doing. Are you healthy? Are you unhealthy? If you're unhealthy, why? What changes do you need to make to get healthy? What changes do you need to make to change your lifestyle and habits to prioritize your health and make time for it? There are many reasons to do the self-reflection. It will make you accountable and will help you identify areas that you can improve upon. I encourage you to write it down and really spend time going through it, kind of treat it like a job, and review it over and over again to refine it so that it can help you going forward. And when you do the self-assessment, be honest with yourself. If you lie to yourself, then you're only hurting yourself long-term. Two, make a plan to prioritize and make time for your health. I hear people say to me all the time, I don't have enough time to sleep seven hours a night, or I don't have enough time to exercise, or I don't have enough time to move, or... My stress is through the roof. I don't have any time whatsoever in my day to even do everything I need to do, let alone try to manage my stress. And my response to that always is, look, it's not that you don't have enough time. It's that you choose to prioritize other things on your list higher than those things. So do a self-reflection and figure out what you need to change to be healthier. Maybe you prioritize your health higher on your list so that it does get attention most days. The next four items, which are numbers three, four, five, and six, are what I call the four steps of health, or four stages of health. And each one of us 
usually is at one or all of these different stages. There is a small population of people that are at stage zero, which don't execute any of them, including recognition. Uh, they don't even recognize that they're unhealthy or that they need to be healthier. Uh, and those people are probably the most at risk for poor health. Number three, so recognize that you are unhealthy and that you need to make changes to your health or that you do have good health and that you need to figure out how to continue to maintain your health. So recognition is super important. Number four is commitment. So you now recognize that you need to be healthy or you need to maintain good health. What are you going to do about it? What commitments are you going to make or what goals are you going to make to be healthier? Set reasonable goals, set multiple goals, set dynamic goals, some of which you'll fail on. I do it all the time and I fail on many of my goals. Number five, which is to design a program and a plan to be healthy. And this program can be anything that works for you. I have what I call nine pillars of good health. You can follow those. You can follow anything else that you've done historically that has worked for you. And designing the plan is super important part of being healthy. And if you don't know what to do, ask somebody for help. Do some research, hire a coach like me, try and design a reasonable plan that is sustainable. And this takes time. And this takes uh, organization and planning to design something. But if I have many people that uh, just don't allocate time and don't prioritize their time, but they know what to do, but there are probably even more people out there that have no idea what to do. And I hear very often, Jim, I'm, I recognize I, I'm unhealthy and I'm committed to being healthier, but I have no idea what to do. So if you design a plan for me, I can execute it. As part of designing a plan, I encourage people to include things that have worked for them historically. In my experience, I have developed what I call the nine pillars of good health. And people that follow these nine pillars consistently, not one, not two, but most of them, most of the time, are the healthiest. And one thing I find all the time is that when people design a plan, they just say, oh, if I exercise, I can eat whatever I want, and I don't have to sleep, and I don't have to move. Or if I eat well, I don't need to exercise, and I don't need to move. And in my experience, people really need to execute most of these pillars uh, consistently most of the time. And those nine pillars are exercise, nutrition, with the goal of consuming as much unprocessed, unrefined food as possible, not smoking or vaping, not taking illicit drugs, and not drinking alcohol excessively. Stress management, sleep, movement, which is different than exercise. So I define exercise as getting your heart rate up above a walking level or doing strength and movement is walking around typically when your heart rate is not elevated time management and planning positivity and mindset accountability and consistency i can make an argument that every single one of those are the most important and i know when they are executed in tandem people have the best results i know for me i used to be in the hospital i've been in the hospital at least 15 times for crohn's disease flare-ups and i've had all these other autoimmune issues, issues with my heart, just crazy stuff. Once I started following this program about 10 years ago, I haven't been hospitalized since then. I lost 40 pounds and have maintained the weight loss. I feel spectacular. My blood work is spectacular. And I have complete confidence that 
if I happen to fall off my program, then I'm going to get back at it very quickly and I know what to do. And that's the key also is that when you fall off the program, don't let yourself fall off for too long. I, I ask many of my clients, how long are you going to let yourself fall off for? Well, a week, but I hope it's one day or two days. For me, it's one or two days. And some people maybe can fall off a week or two before they get back at it. But many people fall off a few days and then it becomes months, years, and decades. Number six is to execute your plan, which sounds basic, but this requires following some of the pillars to execute time management and planning, critical, changing your lifestyle and habits, critical, making time in your schedule, critical. So executing your plan is a critical component of success. So in summary, the seven steps are one, do a self-assessment of your health and health prioritization and make yourself accountable to your health and figure out what you need to do to be healthier. Two, make a plan to prioritize and make time for your health. Three, recognition, recognize that you are unhealthy and or that you need to maintain good health and you got to figure out how to continue to maintain it. Four, commitment. Commit to being healthier, set goals, set realistic goals, and no excuses. Five, design your program. This sometimes takes people months, weeks, but it takes a while to design a program to execute it. Six, execute your plan. And seven, change your lifestyle and habits to execute these items. I have also created a much more detailed PDF of all seven of these steps and have included them in the show notes to this podcast. So if you go to jvbwellness.com and then JVB Health and Wellness Podcast and navigate to episode four down at the bottom of the notes, you can download this PDF. Read it and then put the steps in front of you somewhere that you see each day to motivate you and inspire you. There are always going to be things in your way to prioritizing your time and prioritizing your health. Always, whether you're young and you're a student or just graduated from college and you're trying to progress in your career, or if you've just had kids and finding your way there, or if you're kind of in your middle ages and you have a lot of other responsibilities with your job, or even if you're retired. There's always going to be things in your way. I've seen this for myself over the decades and everyone I coach and I coach people from the age of, you know, 10 to 90 or even higher. And so I hear all kinds of excuses. Figure out how to get those things out of your way so you can prioritize your health. You're going to have to do it at some point, whether it's today, tomorrow, or in in years or decades. And if you don't do it, Your quality of life is going to be worse and your life is going to be shortened. So why not do it today? Why not execute it? And one other point here is that um, we, just because we look good doesn't mean we're healthy. Under the hood, and I talked about this in my introductory episode, under the hood, we may still be unhealthy. We may have poor blood work or diabetes or diseases or tiredness, and the list can go on and on and on. And only you truly know how you feel and nobody cares about their health more than you so i encourage you and i hope you take away from this podcast that it is time for you to do something and it's not about doing it for a day or a few weeks it's about doing something sustainably over the long haul for the rest of your life 
it really comes down to how bad do you want it. I want it. I've been sick way too much. And since I started following my own program for the last 10 years, I rarely get sick. But I had to go through a lot before I got to the point that I will do anything I can not to go back to that point. How bad do you want it? Make it happen. Even tiny improvements in any area makes a difference. Sleeping an extra 10 or 15 minutes more makes a difference. Having one healthy meal versus having no healthy meals or having one healthy snack versus no healthy snacks makes a difference. A small amount of exercise, 10 or 15 minutes where you get a sweat up or you do some strength or you walk some stairs here and there makes a difference. Trying to not be so busy and be balanced with your life and with your health makes a difference. Keeping your stress down makes a difference and only you can make it happen. It often takes years or decades of damage that we do to our bodies for maladies to show up. I call it the cumulative effect on our bodies. And when it shows up, it often comes with a vengeance. And it's too late for you to do anything about it. If you take action now and focus on your health, maybe start by seeing a doctor, start off slow, set some goals, start to execute some things, you can be healthier. Here's what I follow every day to be healthy and to make it happen. Every day before I go to bed, I say to myself, how am I going to execute my plan tomorrow? How am I gonna get my exercise in? How am I gonna get my movement in? How am I gonna sleep enough? How am I gonna keep my stress down? How am I going to eat well, et cetera, et cetera. And it might be that I have to plan for later in the week because I know I have a busy week coming up. So I start to schedule things and I execute my plan most of the time. And if I can't, that's fine, I accept it. I take a day off or I do, the best I can. I don't have guilt. I don't beat myself up over it. I just try to do the best I can. And then if I have a busy schedule coming up and not a busy schedule, say today, then I really try and execute on the days that I can fit things in so that I build up currency so that on the days that I know I am super busy, I can look back and say, look, I can take a day off. I've been working hard and I got a bunch of days in a row where I've been doing things so I can afford to take a day off. When I really do beat myself up, though, is when I got lazy on the days when I could get some things in, and then the tough time comes, and I don't get things in on those tough days, and all of a sudden I have a streak of not doing anything. And this is the way it starts for most people, even those that have been healthy for a while and been executing the plan. All of a sudden they miss a few days, and then they miss a few more days, and all of a sudden they're missing months, years, or decades. And I see this all the time. So the key message is, if you do fall off, get back at it. The human body and our gut bacteria, our microbiome, is incredibly resilient. I've seen people that have horrible statistics, horrible results, uh, and they are good just for a week. They follow the pillars for a week, and their blood work has improved to almost unrecognizable levels, maybe the best levels the people have ever seen. So if we slip every now and again, our body can weather the storm. Now, that's not to say we can't rack a week or two or a month of success with an extremely bad day, so don't go too crazy. Being healthy does require work. It's a lot easier to be unhealthy. Often I see maybe people just don't believe that they need to prioritize their health high, high enough on the list. And the other thing I see all the time is that we are just too busy. I was raised to be well-rounded, and I think it's super important to be well-rounded. Unfortunately, my generation is different than the current generation 
in that, you know, if you go to universities or colleges now and you ask them, do you want a really well-rounded person, pretty good at a lot of different things, or somebody who's spectacular at one different thing, they'll say, most of the time nowadays, I want somebody who's spectacular. I want that world-class athlete. I want that world-class gymnast. And I think the same thing has happened with our health. I think people nowadays are not well-balanced in their health and the way they live. And if they do so, something good related to their health, maybe they do one thing, maybe they have one good meal, which of course is better than none, or maybe they just exercise, but they don't focus on anything else that needs to be healthy. There is no magic pill. If we wanna be healthy, we need to be well-balanced and execute a number of healthy things, which I call my nine pillars, but they can be anything that works for you. Often, I see people have some great success initially when they start to prioritize their health or when they go on the latest fad program, fad diet, fad exercise, whatever it is, and they have some great results. But rarely, if ever, do I see somebody have long-term, sustainable, good health, clean and holistically, by following a one or two dimensional program. It really is ultimately about changing your lifestyle and habits so that you can incorporate more and more of the pillars, my pillars, your pillars, whatever they are, in order to be healthy long-term. I think it's super easy to lose weight. I can help people lose 50 pounds, 100 pounds. It's once they lose it, how are they gonna keep it off? And are they going to be well-rounded enough to keep it off long-term? And so I encourage everybody to try and be more well-rounded and balanced in their life. Don't be so busy that you don't have time to incorporate and prioritize your health. Make it part of most days. All right. This concludes today's episode. We are JVB Health and Wellness. You can find us at www.jvbwellness.com. We also have an app that helps people be accountable called JVB Health Wellness, which is on the Apple App Store and also on the Google Play Store. Search for JVB Health Wellness, one word. If you or somebody you know might benefit from us coaching them, to meet their health and wellness goals or to train for a raise or just for a general exercise program, email us at info at jvbwellness.com. All music is by John Belcom. Check him out at www.johnbelcom.com.